0: This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamieson. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host paul jameson well a warm actually a very hot welcome from the gorgeous state of georgia i am paul jameson here in atl it's 95 degrees and uh sunny that is the forecast for the next several days it is hot here in hot Atlanta, and uh, i'm excited uh to share today about life-changing thoughts i had a conversation this week uh i was at ricardo allen's house he's the um arguably the most valuable player, uh, at least on the defensive side of the football for the Atlanta Falcons here, uh, NFL football player here in Atlanta. And uh, he's one of my customers. And I was talking to his uh, father-in-law while we're out fixing some irrigation pipes. And I walked away from that conversation and my heart was just like burning with fire and passion and enthusiasm. And I'm going to share the story of why I got so uh, fired up. And uh, I have a few other stories I want to Uh, Share in today's program that to me just mentally just stretch me and encourage me, and I also want to touch on uh, mental health. I I did have some conversations this week that I'll get into uh, later on in the show of um, just talking to some some other uh, lawn care owners that uh, were super stressed out and full of anxiety and uh, just in between a rock and a hard place. And um, I just wanted to offer some uh, encouragement in the episode uh, today. So. Here we are. I'm at. I'm on the front lawn, of Ricardo Allen's house. Cool, cool guy. Him and his wife. Um, his wife does a lot on Instagram, and they're just they're really cool. I really uh just pleasant experience, uh, serving servicing their property, and um, the father-in-law, he's he's there watching us fix. There's a cracked pipe, and it was kind of all com- discombobulated the way they had the gas pipe or the gas line and the the PVC pipe all going down. It was, it was all messed up. So he's like, man, you know, watching how we're gonna figure out how to fix this. And um, while we're fixing the pipe and the leak and all that, he was just telling me the story of, of Ricardo Allen. And I was like, well, you know, when your daughter meet him? You know, and uh, he said, well, they were sophomores in college. And my daughter comes home and's like, yeah, daddy, I'm dating this football player. He's going to be in the NFL one day. And, uh, you know, her, the dad was skeptical. He's like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure all these guys think they're going to play in the NFL one day. He wasn't that big. Uh, and uh, it was just it just seemed unrealistic. So the dad was trying to be a good dad and you know be realistic and put proper expectations on his daughter. And you know she wasn't budging. She's like, no, 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 he'll be in the NFL one day. And uh, long story short, you know they'd go out somewhere and be like, hey, where's where's you know your boyfriend Rico? And she's like, oh, he's in the gym he's in the gym training. Uh, and long story short, he was just so focused as a sophomore in college at he went to Purdue University that one day he would be playing in the NFL even though there's a lot of other people in his on his team in his conference in the entirety of college football uh, that were a lot more talented and skilled than him uh, mentally he was locked in and that he was going to achieve this goal and obviously he had the action steps uh, it wasn't just his fantasy dream but he had the action steps of okay and the 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 um, father-in-law he'd be like yeah man he'd be in the gym you know, 600 seven, six or 700 passes a day he'd be catching through that machine where you, you know, you catch the ball. And uh, just this rigorous training behind the scenes, you know, that, that went unnoticed to the public. But he was working on it. Well, long story short, he ends up getting to the Falcons. I think he got cut. He was on the practice squad for a while. And then he just never quit. And he just kept going with it. And, uh, you know, eventually uh, got resurrected as uh, on the team and then a a lucrative contract. And uh, now he's, you know, arguably, I was just listening to talk radio um, here in Atlanta the other day. And they're saying, you know, he's probably the most valuable player on the defense uh, starting free safety for the Atlanta Falcons. So I left that conversation pumped up because, you know, we – you drive through Atlanta now and you see Ricardo Allen on the billboard, you know, that we got a whole bunch of new billboards here in Atlanta when you're driving on the highway. And he's the, he's the Falcons player um, on most of the, the billboard marketing campaign. And you just think you don't know how someone got there, but the truth is he got there by skipping out on parties to go to the gym and the train and the practice and the persistence and the perseverance and just the, the um, focus uh, and faithfulness that he had, uh, led to his breakthrough. And, uh, that encouraged me and it reminded me of this story, but probably the craziest story of my, one of my craziest stories of my, um, high school life that I remember like yesterday, it was just wild. We're, I'm at the uh, YMCA up in Ohio playing basketball, pickup basketball. I was a senior in high school. I was a pretty good baller. And, um, there's a freshman, uh, his name was Kostakoufis. And, uh, he was on my team. It's just pickup, you know, it's whoever's there. I got, we got next, you know how that goes. So we're, we're sitting there playing and you know, um, we blew out the other team. We probably won like 12 to seven. I hit a couple threes, made a couple nice passes. Kostakoufis had a, a nice dunk in transition and uh we just blew the other team out. And, uh, it was the last game of the night. Everyone was getting ready to go home or whatever. So we're just sitting there on the little, uh, place where you sit down in between courts and, um, I'm talking to him. I was like, Hey man, good game. He's like, yeah, you too. I didn't know you. Were so good. whatever, we're just complimenting each other and, and the good game that we had. And I was like, yeah, man, you're pretty good, dude. Just stick with it. Um, and he's like, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, I'm just practicing. Cause, uh, you know, I'm going to play at Duke or North Carolina one day. And I remember this like yesterday it's this, this conversation. It was like time stopped and inside of me, I'm laughing so hard. I'm like, this guy's decent but I mean he's talking about playing basketball at Duke or North Carolina and internally I'm literally laughing like this guy is he on drugs or like what's wrong with him and but I didn't say anything through my mouth uh, uh, that he heard because I just kept it as a thought in my head because he was really close friends um, with my sister and uh, you know I had known him since like the fourth grade and I know he went through a family tragedy and just I just had a tender spot in my heart for him. So I didn't in any way want to be uh, negative or hurt his feelings or anything like that. So I just I just kept it internally. But I'm like, man, this guy's this guy's not even the best player on his team, and he's talking about playing at Duke or North Carolina. It's just it's just humorous to me. Well, uh, I you know I go off to college, and uh, his sophomore year gets better. Junior year, senior year, he gets better. Next thing you know, he can go to, By the time he graduates his senior year, he's in his senior year. He's so good. That he could pick any college he wanted to play at Duke, North Carolina. He ended up choosing Ohio State just because it was, you know, down the highway and his mom could go to all his home games. And I was like, wow. And you know then I watched him his first year at Ohio State. Long story short, he gets so good, uh, he just plays one year in college and then he goes off the uh, next year, number one draft pick in the NBA. And he's been in, the, he's still in the NBA. He's been in the NBA for, you know, at least a decade. Um, I I don't know how many uh, millions of dollars he's made, but you know se- you know several 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 millions of dollars, um, you know tens of millions I'm sure at this point. But I remember that conversation. Here he is, this freshman in call in high school. Pardon me. And his mentality was, I'm going to play for Duke or North Carolina one day, and then he followed through with action steps of practicing, you know, his uh, basketball skills and his body and his diet and all of that stuff. And those two stories, uh, they inspire me because, you know, I I personally know these guys and I've, I've seen it happen. And the takeaway for me is where have I limited myself in my thoughts? Where have I not dreamt big enough where have I you know kind of put limitations on my future because I'm like well that can't happen or oh that can't happen and I'm Debbie you know Deb the downer or Nancy negative and I, I I walked away with my heart burning with fire uh, after we fixed that irrigation pipe because I was like wow you know if if Ricardo Allen can go from this you know undersized I don't want to say that he's not talented but he had to work for it if you know what I mean he wasn't the best athlete on the field naturally, and there's a lot of people that naturally are the best athlete, and they waste their talent, they waste their potential. They just, oh yeah, I'm the best, and then they get lazy and complacent, and then uh, adversity hits, and they they just flop left and right. And then you got a kid like Rico, uh, Ric- Ricardo Allen or Costa Kufis that they're not the best, but mentally they get locked in. And they get focused. And even though other people have better physical uh, skills, talents, and abilities, they push in um, and and get the breakthrough and, and reach their potential. And so I'm on fire. This was earlier in the week, and I'm just thinking, man, where have I really been thinking wrong thoughts? And over the last several days, I've really been trying to rewire my brain and set goals and then set actual goals realistic steps into how to get to those goals. I mean, it's just fantasy land. If we just say, oh, yeah, I want to do this or I want to do that, and we have no path to get there, it's not going to happen. I mean, if they would have said, oh, yeah, I want to play in the NFL one day or I want to play in you know Duke of North Carolina or the NBA one day, and then they're you know eating potato chips, playing video games, it wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? They were in the gym in the in the ba- you know in the basketball facility football facility practicing and getting better and so in business you know i have goals and where things have been broken down and where dreams have kind of been lost i'm really resurrecting uh, my my mind to dream and to envision and to 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 see i think that i think that i think i can do this and then actually have uh, a path uh, to get there. And what happens when we have um, hope in our heart and we like, yeah, this is my plan. And one of those in my life is to get out of debt. I mean, it sounds silly. to some, they're like, some people, that's not even their goal. But for me, that's one of my goals. I, I have some debt and I'm like, I'm paying I'm getting out of debt. and i I literally take, took that to the next step. I mean, I have this um uh, Excel Google sheet thing that's all nerded out. I mean, I have all my, uh, debt written down with the interest rate and the plan of if, you know, if I pay this amount per day, when I'll be out of debt by, if I, I mean, I got, I I mean, this thing, this, this page would overwhelm most people, but I have it all calculated out. I have it all broken down. This is my overall goal to be out, to be debt free. And here's how it's going to happen. Here's the, the, the strategy, here's the blueprint. And you know, I, I just w- w- have all these other um, blueprints and strategies. Uh, that's just for one specific area in my life, my personal finance, but there's other areas in my life where I'm uh, beginning to dream again uh, to, to have blueprints and to have strategies. And like I've talked about in another episode, it's okay along the way to adjust and pivot. In the case of Kufis, freshman year of high school, The big dream was to play basketball at Duke or North Carolina. Those are two of the most, you know, uh, prestigious college basketball programs. Well, he made an adjustment his senior year in high school uh, to adjust to Ohio State, which I'm from Ohio. That's a big honors. You know, that's the prestigious program in the state of Ohio. Uh, But he made the adjustment uh, so that his mom, you know, that'd be a long flight or drive Every, you know, if you have two or three games a week to figure out how she's going to navigate life, going to all those games and everything, it's a lot easier if he plays, you know, for the home, hometown team. So that was an adjustment or pivot uh, that he made. But the life changing thoughts in my brain are I've had these low level thoughts in so many ways that I've just come to, you know, just say, oh, yeah, well, this, you know, whatever, and, and just kind of check out. Um, because I've gotten hurt in the past and I've gotten cynical and I'm back to this place of not in fantasy land dreaming, but I mean, legitimately taking a deep breath, drinking a cup of coffee and just, you know, having a, a, a blank page of, okay, what's the dream? What's the blueprint? What's the strategy? And once you have that down, then it, it, it gives you this hope in our heart because we have something to look forward to. And we're not overwhelmed. And that brings me into the the discussion uh, about mental health. So right now, uh, mental health is this big buzzword in our society, and it is an extremely you know serious topic um, with you know people be- having depression and uh, suicidal thoughts and all, all of that. I mean, it is it's a very uh, serious uh, issue and topic. And I had this conversation as I just shared with you know uh, Ricardo Allen's uh, father-in-law about how you become You know, go from um, where he was to you know being on all these billboards in in downtown Atlanta. It was cool because I talked to Rico this week too. I was like, "Man, I was listening on the radio and everyone's talking about how you're the most valuable player on defense, this, that, and the other." And he would just smile. He's like, "I don't even listen to any of that stuff." And I was like, "Well, that's what they're saying," and uh, he was flattered or whatnot. But I go from that kind of the the mountaintop and the high of that experience of that just that story just pumps me up. I can't really explain the fiber in my DNA that just explodes with passion when I when I hear those stories, cause I'm like, okay, if they can do it, then I can do it. And what, what are my dreams though? Cause my dreams not to necessarily play in the NFL. Um, <laughs> maybe back in the day, my dream was to play in the NBA. Um, literally I'd have dreams at night of playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, but I go from the, <laughs> it's the producers over there laughing. Hey, I still got that jump shot. I got that jump shot. I just don't know if I could guard, uh, chase Steph Curry around out there. But, uh, Long story short, I go from that, you know, awesome conversation. I had three other conversations this week that were very challenging um, to, to be a listening ear to some of my friends. And I'm obviously not going to say their names or the actual circumstances. They trust my confidentiality. Uh, but I will say in a generalized um, summary, each of these three conversations were um, just my friends. We're, you know, we're just kind of sharing back and forth where there's stress. There's anxiety, there's burnout, there's just this, things aren't going well. And all three of these guys own lawn care companies, Um, you know, some, the sizes of the businesses are different and all three of these guys live in different states. But I I left these conversations and I tried to be as encouraging as I can um, because, you know, it hurts my heart to see my friends just exhausted and burnout and just stressed out and just, it's just, it's just not good. Um, and they weren't. It wasn't this victim mentality. You know how some people want to talk and they just they just suck the life out of you because they're just like, oh, everything's so bad. And it's, it wasn't that. It was like, man, my employee did this and this happened, and my customer did this, and my fa- uh, uh, help. And uh, you know, they talk to me because they know that I, I I've been there. I understand. <laughs> um, but the, the 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 point of encouragement of the of the mental health aspect is okay. We acknowledge as business owners, as entrepreneurs, I mean, that's such a popular buzzword that drives, me, it kind of gets on my nerves in, in our culture because everyone says they're an entrepreneur, but it's it's actually very difficult uh, to run a business successfully and profitably. I mean, it can be done and it's, it's, it's glorious and it's beautiful when it's done, but all these people just want to act on Instagram like, oh yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go down that <laughs> that trail right now. But how do we get from this place where we're in the stress, we're in the anxiety, the customers are being unreasonable and acting a fool, the employees are not, you know living up to to their potential and I'm, I'm, I don't want to go into all the details, uh, but you know what I'm talking about when the business isn't running perfectly there's Bro, there's broken aspects to the company and a i think it's good to acknowledge and it's it's good to be able to call a friend and say hey paul oh man this has been a really challenging week this happened that happened this happened and you know i as a friend i want to you know be able to listen and to help but then b to you know acknowledge what well, mental you know this this is not a, this is not a healthy place to live. Like it's okay to go through a week of, you know, having, pro, you know, having all this stuff break down. And it seems like when it rains at pours. I mean, it's just like, man, that, okay. That was, I mean, my one friend in particular, like, man, that was a tough week. That was, I'm so sorry uh, that you went through that, but see how, how do we, how do we get the breakthrough? How do we, you know, Soar through this situation like an eagle and get into a get into the next chapter. And I just was thinking about the football player; those years, sophomore, junior year, you know, it did it wasn't looking good. What do you do? He stuck with it, and you know continue to train, continue to get better, continue to train, continue to get better, and then he gets the breakthrough. He gets a shot with the Atlanta Falcons. Well, then they cut him and send him down to the practice team. What does he do? He keeps training. He keeps practicing. He doesn't give up, and he keeps pressing in, and then, bam, he gets the breakthrough, the you know the millions and millions of dollars, the billboards all over Atlanta, the all the blessings that come with being a star player um, on an NFL team. And in business – there's, there's this, um, tenacity and this perseverance and this persistence to not give up and to not quit. Now there's sometimes we need to, in in a healthy way, give up and quit. If it's a dead end where, where there's a part of our business where it's like, okay, this is not working. And the best thing to make this thing work is just to close it down. I'm not saying close down the whole business, but it could be, and I'm not going to give out, uh, I'm keeping it general because it's different for every single person listening in their specific uh, geographical location in the world and their specific uh, situation with their specific financial situation with their equipment. I mean, you can't say who should keep it open, who should close it down, What? but we need to be open to the adjustments to the pivots as I did in a whole another episode. And so I'm not saying don't quit. I mean, in in some situations, we need to close the door and we need to – you know, know when it's time to let customers go, to let employees go, to, you know, turn the page to get to the next chapter. But the uh, takeaways from those conversations with my friends was, okay, well, how do we get from point A, where you are now, where things are a disaster and where, where is point B? Where do you want to go? And each of those guys kind of shared a different, well, what I would like. And then they start dreaming again. They start sharing. This is how I'd like things to go. And the question is, okay, well, how do we get there? How do we get there? And, and, and to have a path. Now, what that does when I, when I bring up mental health, what that does mentally is when we're just stuck as that rat in the wheel and stressed out and frustrated and worn out and exhausted and stressed, and if we don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, if we don't have hope for the future, that's a, so dangerous of a place to be mentally. But we can catapult up out of that when we can see the hope. Okay, here's step one. If I can get step one done by this date, oh, I can take a deep breath and then I can conquer all. Oh, goal two, step two, and do this and do that. And then what happens is mentally... Because we have a goal and we have a plan and we, we can, you know, we have a strategy, we have a blueprint. And, and, and you know, it takes um, wisdom to get those blueprints and to get those strategies. Uh, but as we get them, it begins to just um, bring hope into our mind because we're like, okay, we can do this. We can do this. I got this. I got this. We can do this. And we get hope. And then our, men, our, our mental state begins to change because then when we have hope, we begin to have enthusiasm. We begin to have energy. We begin to get this—you just get this momentum going, and then bam—the breakthrough comes. The change comes. The, con- the 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 contract comes to these NBA, NFL guys. The whatever the breakthrough is in your specific uh, business in your specific situation, it happens um, as we. Don't give up. I mean, sometimes we have to give up. You know what I'm saying. We have to get. If if there's something that's not working, sometimes the best thing to do is to let it go. Whether it's a division of our company or an employee or a customer, um, you know, we need the wisdom to know what to let go, how to let it go, uh, when to let it go, when to shut it down, and we need that tenacity and that that perseverance to know. Where to give our energy, where to give our effort, but not to quit, not to give up, but to press, you know, to press in. And that's why I, that was my takeaways uh, from these two athletes that set the goal and they accomplished it. And this is glorious thing. And I've watched my uh, Rico, the guy, you know, uh, the, the, the customer of mine, I, you know, I consider his family of friends of mine. They're just really cool people. You know, he got hurt last year for the Falcons carted off the field. Couldn't even walk. I'd be over there doing his yard and he'd be out on a scooter. I'm like, dude, the Falcons needed you today. You know, they needed you last week and he's, he can't even walk. And he, you know, he had a rehab from that. He recovered from that. It's a glorious, uh, that's a whole other story. Um, but in our businesses, you're, you're normal if there's been things broken in your business with employees, with customers, with the the um uh, finances in the business and and there's man this is not how I'm going how I wanted it to go that's that's normal but staying there is not healthy but but getting into the next chapter and uh, launching from the place where things are broken and frustrating and uh, sucking the life out of us getting from that place into the new place where things are, you know, relatively peaceful and abundant and you know, going well, that well-oiled machine, the 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 business is, is running well and it's a blessing, not a curse. I mean, that's that's what I want. And that's what um I wanted for the three friends that I talked to this last week that were just stressed and anxiety and just frustrated is to get to have the conversation, you know, in the near future, hey, you know, things are going really well now. I had to make this change and that change and just really focused, a lot of hard work here, and we we, we broke through. And uh, that's the beauty of it. I could talk uh, your ear off um, with the power of our mind and the power of our thoughts. I've been trying to um, – because I, I grew up around a lot of negative people. You ever You ever have someone with the glass half full or is the glass half empty? I've um, had a lot of people in my life, the glass was half empty, and I've really been trying to reprogram uh, my mind instead of always thinking negative or always having this fear and anxiety is to think positive, and I've been um, trying to really think of everything I should be thankful for in my life, and I'm just trying to reprogram my mind with positivity and with focus on Getting the blueprints, getting the strategies, having the plan, and then really sticking to the plan and, and, and mentally getting locked in. And um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a journey that I'm on, but uh, I'm really, I guess, careful and cautious uh, with what I think. And when a, a negative or uh, you know, bad thought comes into my mind, I try to replace it with you know a positive thought. And, and, uh, and a, you know, a good, hopeful thought um, going into the future. And uh, so anyway, I'm pumped up. And uh, I really appreciate you listening uh, to the show today. Uh, we'll have more guests in the future. I actually had a guest scheduled uh, for this um, session. Uh, they had to reschedule. They're going to be on a, a, a show. And uh, the next upcoming, um, uh, I think next weekend, I got a, a show scheduled with uh, someone we're going to talk about pricing. Uh, this guy's worked for some big companies and um, really, in these own, he's owned his own company for years, so he knows uh, just the industry inside and out. I'm going to pick his brain on pricing. And I want to say thank you uh, to everybody who's been sharing the podcast if, um, in your Instagram stories. I know some people post, make an Instagram post and Instagram stories. They, you know, uh, give a shout-out to the show. That means the world to me. It takes a lot of uh, time, energy, effort to um, produce these programs And I try to, you know, make them um, to the best of my ability and then to publish them on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher, wherever you're listening to the podcast. Uh, It really means a lot when you take the time to share the content uh, with others. Uh, I really, really appreciate that. So um, for those of you who have shared uh, the um, I know the uh, JC, the long guy, solo cuts, Brian's lawn maintenance. uh, We've had a lot of people uh, share uh, Brian Ring. Uh, this last week, just on the Instagram and the Facebook. Um, I'm sorry if I'm leaving you out. Tony's Lawn Care, I saw that shout out on YouTube. Uh, Spencer's Lawn Care. Yeah, I appreciate you guys who have been just promoting the show, sharing the show. It means, a world, it means the world to me. Uh, so thanks again, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll have uh, more content coming, uh, coming your way soon. Think positive thoughts. Get those strategies, get those blueprints, and go for it.